Welcome to Let's Get Writing, the podcast that explores the creative process of writing from books, scripts, plays, and poems to songs and blogs. This series focuses on authors, publishers, and artists. Catherine's guests share their process of writing in all its forms. Listen along to discover the personal journeys behind their work. Explore options from indie to traditional publishing and learn tips and secrets to inspire you. Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Hello, everybody. I'm Catherine Taylor and welcome to Let's Get Writing. I'm really excited. I've got a great show for you tonight. I think you're going to love it. But let me set the scene for you. Imagine living on an island off the coast of an island. And imagine being an artist on that island with your own art gallery. And imagine being a writer. Does that sound incredible? Well, I think it does. And you know, that's the life for my next two guests who live on Fogo Island, which is off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. And that's where we're coming from, Newfoundland, Canada. And they live there with their two daughters, Scout and Bella, and their dog. And get this, his name is Johnny Cash. <laughs> So you know they've got a good sense of humor. And they are the authors of The Little Red Shed, which is a most endearing children's book with a good message for all of us. So I think you're really going to enjoy this. I'm going to introduce you to the husband and wife team of uh, Adam and Jennifer Young. And we're just going to bring them up here. Uh, technology works. <laughs> it does. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Get Writing. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yay. And we were a little unsure how our, our signal was going to be coming in tonight from Fogo, but from my end, you guys look great. Filtered, <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, you know, always doing these shows, there's always sometimes potential for technical things to happen, and we appreciate anybody out there understanding that. But so far, so good. And, and you had a good day in Fogo, and uh, we're ready to go, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this month is Pride Month, and that was why I wanted to start off with your book, The Little Red Shed, and uh, because it does talk a whole lot. The message is about differences and how to appreciate them and, and uh, why they can be so beautiful, and, and it makes such a lovely story and message. And I just thought we'd start by you talking a little bit about the book and, and uh, you know, what was behind that, why you wrote it, and so on. Take it away. Um, well, you know, we're both former teachers and and as parents as well, you know, you meet so many different kids and you see kids struggle in different ways. And I think that when we looked at writing the book, it was always we wanted it to have a strong message towards kids that, you know, you are the way you are is perfect. The way you are made is fine and believing in yourself and having confidence and those sorts of things were all that we were focused on, really, and, and the things you wanted to say to kids, to all the kids you saw struggle, that you couldn't really get through to them, and we just hope that someone connects with that. So I think it comes just from, from yeah, our life experiences, really. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And you, you also have two young children, so I yeah. guess they help to bring that message into your home sometimes, how they may be feeling, or friends of theirs, and make you more sensitive to some of these these issues um these days yeah it does i mean even like being teachers are we we dealt with with kids who are struggling and 
and not feeling great about themselves. Mm-hmm. But then when you have your own kids, it's a whole different, it's a whole different ball game. So you really like the empathy kind of gets way up there at that point where you're you really want them to to be themselves and you want them to feel confident in themselves. So a lot of that in, in what we put in this book was for for them in that way. Yeah, and, and without giving away the whole story, why don't you talk a little bit about the story um, and our main character, which in this case is not a person. It's a beautiful little shed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is Newfoundland. I mean, we, we, you know, <laughs> we all have yeah. sheds. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, yeah, the without giving away too much, it's about a little sage that wakes up one day and the color that she was had washed away. So she's now a bright beaming color uh, and everyone that she knew and all of her friends um, remain that same color that she was used to doing that what she used to be. So it's about her coming to terms with her new look and her new kind of uh, way of being and not only her take coming to terms with herself but other people coming to terms with her as well. So it, yeah, it, it plays with a bunch of different kind of concepts and ideas. But we tried to keep it simple. That was the whole goal of this book, was to keep it as simple as possible. Well, that was where I was going to go with my next question, because that's a really big topic. And, you know, when you're writing a children's book, you have to take it down to, you know, easy reading. And I'm not sure exactly what market you're targeting with the book, but I was kind of thinking it would be anywhere from sort of two up to maybe seven or eight. Um you're the teachers. Is that kind of where it would fit? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a few people have reached out and said, you know, like what reading level and, and those sorts of questions. I mean, yeah, you're right in, in that sort of sense. But we also want to, you know, even though it will be an easier read for just, say, an older child, you know, a child who's 10 or 11, the message we were hoping would still connect with them. And even though it's an easier read. Um, so, yes, the actual reading level might not be uh overly high it might be maybe grade two you know mm-hmm. but um yeah we hope that and we've heard back from like so many people who said you know their their children were older and and it brought tears to their eyes you know just to have that message so that's exactly what we you know wanted and you know uh, <clears throat> just to give you the feedback vicky me who works with me said the same thing like oh i read the story and it and it you know <laughs> it brought tears to my eyes and <laughs> And uh, I was like, yeah, Vicki, it's a, it's a very moving little story. You feel for the little red shed. Yeah. And, uh, so I think perhaps it's good for any age. I'm going to throw that out there. It's a, <laughs> it's a nice message. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and especially this month, it, you know, with, with it being Pride Month and, um, you know, thinking about differences in the way people can be and people finding where they fit. You know, the message is simple and it's sweet. It really is. Yeah. And we but more than that, to all that, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, Jennifer. Yeah, no, and that was, you know, one of the, the groups, the LGBTQ kind of group or whatever. You know, we didn't want to direct it towards any particular, but yeah, that's, you know, the kids that you that you do see struggling, you want to reach out to. Yeah, any, and, and like you say, it can be more than that or it can be mm-hmm. that it, it'll fit many messages. And on top of that, it's such a beautiful, uh, whimsical, colorful, and engaging book. And that comes, I guess, back to you, Adam. 
uh, because you are the visual artist in the family. I know that you both collaborated on the writing, um, yes. but you brought the book to life through your art. And I just want to mention that you have young galleries there on Fogo Island. And uh, we don't, we um, will probably have a look at some of your art through the book. Um, yes. And I think if people aren't familiar with your art, that they should visit um, your webpage. And actually just give them the webpage right now, if you would. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's pretty easy to find. I mean, if you look, if you type in <laughs> Young Studios in the Google bar, you'll find my website. Or if you type it in on Facebook or Instagram, you'll more than likely see my work in and around there. So, but yeah, it's it's um, my work is very whimsical. It's very fun. Um, it's a, a kind of a lighthearted, fun, colorful uh, take on the landscape of Newfoundland and East Coast in general, really. But um, at an early stage in my kind of professional art career, um, I started to adapt the architecture to look a little bit more human. So um, that's really why this little stage fits so well with the book itself. Um, so it was a pretty, it was a perfect marriage between our, our educational backgrounds, my artistic background, Jen's writing background, and the theme and subject matter that I'm so used to uh, doing in my artwork. So it was it was a nice combination of everything. Well, we're going to have a look at that in a minute, but you said like the perfect marriage. So yeah. I heard that and I had to just grab, grab onto that. You, you two work very closely together and uh, you worked on this project, but I know Jen, you're also involved with the, the, the studios and so on. So how did that all go for you? How does it all go working together like that? <laughs> Be no, careful. No. No. This is Dr. Kaplan here. <laughs> no, no. We've worked, we, like you said, we've been working together from home now for the last couple of years. So it doesn't even, yeah, it was no different. Uh, we, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, like we really are, you know, best friends and we can like hash things out and tell the other one, like, that doesn't make any sense, that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, that wasn't even an issue at all. We work really well together. We do. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we have a consensus here. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing because I didn't know what he was going to say. But yeah. <laughs> well, when we were talking yesterday in advance, uh, he had a very interesting answer. <laughs> we weren't live yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fun answer, yeah. But uh, no, it's so good to see that because I've also in my career worked very closely with my husband and people people have said that, you know, how, how does that work? You work a lot during the day and you're together at night. And I think actually, if it's a good fit, if it's a good match, it works very, very well. And yeah. it gives you a chance to take advantage of certain things that uh, people working in different environments on different schedules don't get to have. So That's right. thumbs up for working together. And yeah. so when you, <laughs> you two, uh, well, one of you is from Newfoundland and and one of you is not so i just want to <laughs> okay audience out there see if you can see if you can guess because <laughs> we do have a book to give away yeah. and uh, and i do want to mention that as well we're going to have a book drop for the little red shed so if you can make a comment under the show and just any comment we're not going to we're not going to make it difficult but if you want to guess early on who's the mainlander and who's the newfoundlander you can do that <laughs> any comment uh 
on the and you'll be entered for a draw for a book and we'll be drawing for that on by Friday noon so you have a bit of time but anyway tell everyone a little bit about your stories and how you came together and uh, ended up of all places on Fogo take it away well I grew up here on, on Fogo Island I'm from Joe Betts Arm and I literally grew up just down the road so uh, moved away like everyone else, went to Mon, did my first degree, lived a little bit in Halifax, and went to do my education degree in New Brunswick. And that's where I met Adam, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did our education degree together, and then after the first term, we, we came here to where Jen's from, Fogo Island, and, and we spent the summer here. And I fell in love with the place, so we came back, and we came back all in between 2005 to when we actually moved here in uh, 2010. And we decided to kind of uproot everything and just kind of throw the dice and see what happens. So uh, it was it was definitely, this is my forever home, but it wasn't the place where I was born. So I was, I was born in Nova Scotia, Halifax, and I was raised in Moncton. Um, so most of my my family's still in Moncton and Halifax now, uh, but uh, I, I I see this as my real home now. Wow! So yeah. Newfoundland must have and I and actually it left an impression on you, and I think that comes out through your artwork. Uh, let's let's not keep people guessing anymore. Pull up that book and um, let's let them see some of your work. So yeah, when we were when we were doing the the book. A big um, like idea that we wanted to um, keep with it is to have both pages um, contain uh, the artwork, so you're not kind of shifting your attention between two different <laughs> ideas. Um, it's the the text is small and to the point and simple, and the image itself uh, hopefully absorbs the viewer. Um, into the scene and really kind of gives them a, a more of an emotional reaction to uh, what Little Red is going through throughout the whole book. So I know you're getting a little bit of shine there. A little bit, but it's still, it's still, it's coming through. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I painted all of these um, using acrylic and my, uh, and drew back into it and airbrushed back into it. So it's my kind of signature style, signature uh, painting methods and uh, i wanted to have that kind of very traditional way with this book i didn't want it to be um, any form digitalized whatever i wanted to i wanted to have that human quality like human touch to it um throughout the artwork so that was that was a very strong intention on my part and you know it really does come come through because when you said you you wanted to bring out almost a personality through say little little red and um it does like you're looking at a shed but at times when i look at your images windows become eyes and yeah. you know stilts become spindly legs if someone yeah. not too steady on their legs and you know yeah. it, the, the the characters come to life actually it might lend itself someday to a beautiful animated little film I would love that. That's, that's, that's one of my big dreams. <laughs> really? If you look through my artwork, I mean, back into like 2008, you'll see that I was I was playing with those ideas even back then. Um, my early work was mostly centered around these kind of very uh, almost Tim Burton-ish types of stages that mm -hmm. were 
crawling along the, the water's edge and then I started to just put the two windows in the in the on the on the face of it to give it that more human quality. So um, yeah, it's always been in my in my mind, and I would love for someone to pick this up as as an animated series because I think it'd be really cool. Well, we can certainly throw that out there tonight if there are any animators out there yes. who see this. Keep in mind that uh, there's a really great project here, and it would be okay. I could just so picture it. It would yeah. be amazing. It would yeah. be really fun. Yeah. It would be. Um, I know when we were talking uh, the last time I asked you kind of the process of how you went through, and I don't know if you have your storybook with you tonight at all. Um, does it happen to be there? It is. Like Fantastic. Could, yeah. could we see inside your head a little bit then? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to go there. Um, when we were, well, this is like, I, like, both, both myself and Jen, this is a brand new venture for us. So we had no idea how how challenging a book, even a kid, like you'd think a kid's book would be a simple thing to do, but it really turned out to be much more difficult than we ever imagined. Um, and when we first came up with the concept, we came up with a story. And then after we came up with the story, the images kind of came through piece by piece. So these are, are kind of the first steps in, in creating it. So this is all of our notes, our notes and things we, we added and took off. And then I started to try to marry those those ideas together with some images. And um, like I said, I wanted, this is the, I guess the page divide that I was first drawing. This is a few years ago, so. And when you're doing, when I was doing this, um, for anyone who is an aspiring, uh, author or illustrator uh, to try to get my advice, I guess a little bit of advice would be to try and get the ideas down quickly because they're fleeting. Um, sometimes you'll have a great idea and then it just, if you don't act on it right away, write it down or draw it out, it, it's gone. And I don't know how many of those I had where I was just constantly, I don't know if it's because I'm in early stages of, of some sort of <laughs> mental problems or, but uh, I, I, I find that it just goes really quickly. And if I don't draw it out, write it down, they're gone. So mm -hmm. um, it was important for us to kind of sketch this out and, and write it down and act on that passion and act on those those impulses. So, yeah. Wow. And it's so nice to see that. And that's a really good point, what you're saying there, that if, um, you know, if as an artist or an author and whatever genre it might be, that if you don't get those ideas out of your head and onto paper quickly, they are gone. It's like a dream. You know, you have a great dream. You wake yeah. up in the morning and you go, oh, I won't forget that. Yeah. But if you don't take your pen and whatever or your notes on your phone and make that connection right away, it's so fleeting. It, it is. really is. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. I just want to mention, we have a lot of people who are watching and I just want to thank everybody. I see people from, uh, uh, oh, Adam Mainlander. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guess. That's Gina, Gina Young. I think, uh, I'm thinking she's got some inside yes, stories there, <laughs> but there are others. They picked Adam, the great artist, a lot of wonderful, wonderful comments here. I uh, can't wait to get their copies. People watching from Stephenville. Do you, you have relatives out there? I don't know. <laughs> and a lot of really wonderful positive comments coming up here on the 
on the side. So I just want to thank everyone who's Great. watching for your comments. You all get in the draw. <laughs> and uh, uh, that'll be at noon on, by noon on Friday. So don't forget, you might win a coffee if you keep commenting. <laughs> and, and don't, you know, if you share this video after, by the way, everyone, um, try to link people back to the original one because that's the only way you'll win the book. Comments have to be on the original broadcast. But thanks everyone for watching. It's so nice. Oh, someone says, ha ha ha, my neighbors. Uh, that's Courtney Coffin. Is she neighbors watching? <laughs> just letting you know, you got fans. <laughs> anyway, just to, um, to go back to the writing, because we try to be a bit educational here as well as entertaining. Um, Jen, you, well, you collaborated, but Jen, I think the writing might've been a little bit more in your shed. Um, everyone says, oh, a children's book. That's easy, easy, easy peasy to write. And you kind of referenced that maybe it wasn't all that easy. Why don't we talk about that for a minute? Yeah, hands down the biggest struggle was knowing the message and knowing what you wanted to say, um, but saying it as simple as possible. So when we first started to write for us, our favorite children's book, we bought it for our little girl before she was even born. Our first daughter was The Giving Tree. And it's a book that like our six-year-old, you know, can read and, but it has such a powerful message, but it's so, the, the language and the wording is so simplistic. Um, and that was our, like, not that we can aspire to write a book like that, but you know, that was our goal to have something that, yes, it's, it's easily read to read, but it has a great message. Um, so, you know, when you look at the sketches, we kept going back and realizing it was wordy. So you try mm -hmm. to take five words and condense it into something, you know, a little bit smaller and go back over and back over. So hands down, that was the hardest part is to make it a little bit simpler. Yeah. Well, you know, you've got some critics right there in the house. You have two um, children, two young ladies yeah. and uh, Scout and Bella. So are they your kind of your test readers or do they give you the thumbs up or thumbs down on, on this? <laughs> they did. Like we... I mean, we, like we said, we started writing this probably four years ago, really. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in the early stages, it's just pointless because ourselves, we're so, we don't even know where it's kind of going. Uh, but once we were getting it more hammered out and reading it to them and getting their reaction was, was crazy. So once you see that they respond, you think, okay, maybe other kids will respond too, you know? Yeah. And you know, one of the comments here, I'm just looking, and it rhymes. That's Susan Osmond. Thanks for that comment, Susan. <laughs> Kids love that. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so did did you start it with rhyming or is that something, how did that all come about? That's funny too, because that yeah. was something we went back and forth on. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, we, I like rhyming books. The kids like rhyming books. It makes it easy for them to kind of make those connections. Um, they get their word families together and they start to kind of build a vocabulary. So we thought that that was important, but it made it way harder. Yeah, it makes it more challenging. Yeah, it was yeah. much more difficult to create a book that rhymes. As much as you'd think it would be easier, it's not. No. <laughs> oh, my, uh, my, my kids are acting up. <laughs> my my four-legged kids, let's hope they don't act up too much. But, uh, I mean, that's a great um, point. And if you're out there thinking of children's books... You know, that the fun part of rhyming, I think kids can kind of get involved with and almost think of what the next word might be, yes. you know, and it, it is a technique for sure. And it's interesting that you debated it. Very yes. interesting. 
yeah. And that it was a little harder. Let's get to your publisher. I think we need to give some thanks to uh, to Breakwater Books there because they they helped you get this out to people. So how was it finding a publisher and working with a publisher? Um, publishers in general don't um, put out a lot of children's books. No, no, we didn't. We never knew that. I mean, we wrote it, and like we said, and then you know, four or five years ago, when we really started to to write it, we were both working on our masters. Scout was still, you know, a baby. We had a lot going on. We were teaching. Um, so it was work on it a bit and then leave it for a while. Um, but when we felt like we had something kind of hammered out, we actually had a little bit of a connection to Breakwater because they had reached out to Adam and wanted one of his images for the cover of like a, a poetry or a short story book that they had done. Mm -hmm. So we literally took that email address of the person who asked for permission to do that. And we were like, oh, <laughs> um, and we, we got back like a generic, like you said, uh, yes. we get like hundreds of submissions every year. We actually only do maybe this many. So, but we'll review it. We'll get back to you. And then within no time, yeah, someone had gotten back and we're like, we're definitely interested. Let's, let's talk. So we were really excited. Yeah. 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 Or as we say here in Newfoundland, less than this, more than this, or no time at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have our way. But yeah. there's a beautiful little dedication in the front of the book. Just hold it up. Um, your daughters must be yeah. very pleased. This was their most, this is what they liked they the best. They keep looking at this all the time. <laughs> so we obviously dedicated it to our two little girls, Scout and Bella. Or Bella and Scout. And they were like so proud. And we didn't tell them until yeah. we actually had the hard copy, like the finished copy come in the mail. So when the, when the box came in and we were like, oh, girls are here. And we showed them. We were like, open it up. And they were like, oh, cool. Like, they're so excited. Yeah. Well, they'll be your biggest supporters in promoting this book. Yeah. Um, it's very nice. There's still lots of nice comments coming in. Um, your studio is breathtaking, beautiful paintings, and we know that. Um, Thank you. We're getting close to the end, but before we wrap, the internet. And, I mean, I know you're living in rural Newfoundland, but... A you know, a lot of things you do, that's a very important, important part of what you do. Any tips for anybody out there um, in, when it comes to marketing? Marketing, well, yeah, it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing. You just got to keep building on it and uh, explore every kind of avenue you can, you can get into. Um, for me, I, I mean, I, I built um, my artwork through pretty much social media and, and helping and getting my my artwork out there um, through people sharing my work and so over the last 10 years I've I've been able to kind of establish myself as almost like an online gallery well being from Bogo Island I mean uh, we only get a few uh, months of foot traffic a year so it's nice to have that kind of connection to people all year long and for people who are at home and they're not able to leave they can they can scroll the internet and, and see my see my work and other people's work that way. So we're really in a pretty special time right now. Um, mm -hmm. So, and especially during this time in the world with, with COVID-19 going on, I mean, everyone is pretty much stuck at home. So thank God for the internet because otherwise we'd yeah. all be insane. <laughs> well, you know, and same thing for me because my show was carried on um, a community television channel and I just thought, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to open it up to the world. So yeah, uh, I jumped immediately on this platform. So there have been good things. 
there's a few more comments. Um, there are lots of nice comments. You guys will have to go on here and read this, but someone here said they have, uh, their little, little girl, I assume, has made them read the book roughly 85 times. So <laughs> I'm sure that they could do a recitation now. Thanks for that comment. <laughs> Your book is popular. And uh, uh, I just want to, <laughs> there you go. I want to thank you both so much. Uh, for coming on and sharing this information. And to those of you out there, Let's Get Writing um, goes live on every Wednesday night at 7.30 from The Rock. <laughs> so please tune in and send your ideas along. Um, we're going to be uh, running regular shows till the end of June, and then I'm going to start going around the province and just doing some random stuff. So I'm going to see you guys in Fogo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, both of you, thank you. And enjoy the rest of your evening. You too. You too. And to everyone out there, thank you for joining us. And we hope to see you again soon. And thanks for the comments. And I hope you win. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So please let us know what you thought of this episode and share your ideas for future guests or topics. You can email us at letsgetwriting at katherinetaylor.ca. Don't forget to subscribe and even leave a review. If you love this episode, share it with a friend. Until next time, believe in yourself and let's get writing.